And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, I just thought, yeah, I probably should have had her bring this down. I was like, what do I do with my paper? <laughs> yeah, buddy. 833, it is so much in the news today. So many things going on today. Uh, so much drama going on today. Uh, let me see. We got We got stuff. We don't have anything to give away today, right? We're done. We have given away the farm. We've given away $5,000. We've given away all sorts of things. And we are done. D to the U to the N. Done. Not to be confused with D-O-N-E, but, you know. 833-212-1017 is the number. This is Pop-Off Friday. Hey, DJ Brother Z, I got to get me some kind of thing that, you know, announces Pop-Off Friday. A sounder. Please? Pretty please? Please? All right, you ready? No, no, not <clears> you. <throat> okay, it's pop done. off Friday with Dr. K. Harris. Nah. Time to pop off. Pop, pop, pop. There you go. 833-212-1017. Pop off. That was terrible. That was actually disgusting, but, you know. Beggars can't be choosers. Uh, can I get that electronically, though? <laughs> With some sound effects and stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know, be the king. Be the greatest that you are. That's why they call you DJ Brother Z. Still don't know what the Z stands for, but, you know, I'm just, I'm kidding. <laughs> what? What? What what you going to do? Just be pop- careful what you ask for. I may actually make that the actual open for it. Okay. Am I going to get upset by it or something? No. Dude, you know me by now. I'll be like, I'll rock it and then, yep, sure will. 833, it must be Friday. There is so much stuff going on today. Hopefully the storms are over. They had this thing in here that it was like, what was that? That was some old school, like, like YMCA type stuff. Like, what? (laughs) So... Yeah, it's one of those days. Trying to get my computer set where the thing and we're on. uh, I'm on LinkedIn. They're on YouTube and everything's going on. Say what? What did you say? Like I can hear you. And Twitter. Oh, we're broadcasting live on Twitter? OMG. Oh, I got to watch what I say now. I got to watch what I do now because we're on Twitter. 101.7, The Truth, Twitter. They say, use the percolator song, popping sounds with a voice. That is the most garbagey thing I've ever heard in my life. Marion, go somewhere. 
<laughs> Percolator. Oh, my gosh. Let's talk about old school. <sighs> Speaking of old school, have you noticed that, that in today's world, we're always telling people, like, what attributes they need in order to make it, in order to get through life? Have you noticed that? Like, we always try to tell people what your personality needs to be in order for you to be acceptable, which I think is garbage. But, you know, be who you are and that's who you are. But what I've come to notice is that people are selfish when it comes to being who they are. They want to be who they are, liked by everybody, loved by everybody, respected by everybody. And when things are wrong, they, they want to pretend like, well, there's really a reason why that's that way because of something else. And it's never them. I've always been wired to say, you know what? Yep. If you ask me something, I'll, if I did it, I'll say yes. If I said it, I'll say yes. If I, but nobody really tells you the attributes in life of really how life is. We've gotten so nice and everything is so cool. I I had a thing where somebody misinterpreted something, not based on what I said, but how they felt, how they felt, not the person I was talking to, but a third party. And, and then the group think kicks in. And then all of a sudden people assume that person felt this way, therefore we do this. And I'm like, time out. No, I'm different. Like, I'm this. I'm A, and you're looking at like R. You're like way down the alphabet to something that's not even. And so I, I realized that we attribute things to people that are just wrong, and we want ourselves to look as if everything is great. So we tell people, here's how you need to be. You need to be resilient, right? Life gets tough. You need to be resilient. You need to be, you need to, you need to be real, right? You hear all the motivational speakers tell you all that stuff. Hey, you need to be resolute. You need to be steadfast in what you're doing and you need to fight through it. And you need to be tough and always be positive. And what they forgot to tell you is how life really is. So over this weekend, contemplate how life really is and what you're going to do in order to make it better. But don't think you just being something or thinking something is going to make something happen, because it's not. Just because someone else thinks something about you or thinks something that they may think is wrong with you doesn't make it so. In the end, people need to understand how life really is. And I'm watching several people go through that right now. How life actually really is not the pretty stuff, right? So here's the deal. People always tell me, oh, you're always saying stuff and you always think you know everything and you always, right? Because when I was your age, 
when the person that was talking to me was my age today, I thought the same thing. But what I realized is when I stopped and I listened, I was able to pull out nuggets that I was then able to use later. So when that voice reverberated in my head, when I saw it happening, I went, oh, that's why they said what they said. Today, that's not so. Nobody tells you the three things about life that you need to know. So we keep talking about resilient and real and be resolute and all that pretty stuff. But when it comes down to it, there are only three things you need to know about life. There are only three things you need to understand about life. Life is rocky. Life is ratchet. And life is rough. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Say oops, upside your head. 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 I'm back at you again. Upside your head. Radio station is WGAP. Say oops, upside your head. Say oops, upside your head. Now on all you cappers and you finger snappers, you so tappers and you love laughs. I want y'all to say this with me. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. It's Pop-Off Friday. Tune in to the truth with Denise Thomas and Telly Hughes next Tuesday at 8 o'clock as they'll be joined by Naismith Basketball Hall of Famer and Vice President of Basketball Operations for the New Orleans Pelicans, Swin Cash. Cash will join them to discuss her Journey from high-performing athlete to a black woman executive in the NBA. Again, that's Basketball Hall of Famer, three-time WNBA champion, Swin Cash. On Truth Be Told with DT and Telly, next Tuesday at 8 a.m. on the new 1017 The Truth right here. 833-212-1017. I'm going to have to listen in. I listen every morning anyway, but you know I'm going to have to listen in and check it out and See what's going on. I got so much stuff to get into today. I don't even know where to start. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to start studying. You're gonna you're gonna have to start studying because we got we gonna we gonna chop up your boy, and then I'm gonna leave it at that. We gonna chop up your boy. No, Mm-mm. you got till next you got till next Wednesday because I got a guest coming Thursday. If I work everything out, one of the alder, aldermen, 
not not to be confused with Alder Woman. Um, he's coming in, and then I got Friday as my um, my panel. I got to see if they're coming in because you know they be all bougie and stuff, doing stuff so much. So I got be, I be like, y'all, y'all coming in? They be like, what? Why are you bothering me? So you know, I got to beg them to come in. You know, Linnell Ramey and you know all them folks. And let's do Tuesday because then Alex and, Ms. and I can work together. And Miss Franz, and then Tuesday, no, Tuesday is um, Entrepreneurship Tuesday. So I got Monday and I got Wednesday. And I don't like guests on Monday. I'm going to have to beat you up on Monday. So I don't think I'm here. No, we're talking about beating people up. <laughs> okay, we'll get it together. <laughs> well, next Wednesday. I got the Bucks game. I don't care about the Bucks game. Be no, here. <laughs> Forget the Bucks game. Forget the Bucks game. It's just the Bucks. I can't say that. Cluck a book. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's going to be important. And so that's going to be. Um, coming up, and um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Might even have to put you on a panel Friday. <laughs> it didn't let you get duked up. No. Um, we've been having conversations about different things that have happened historically, and when you talk to people that are younger than you, they have a perspective that's not complete um, in terms of his- of in terms of historical presence but they have historical data does that make sense so when you have historical data you can only read what people told you and told you about it and what you read and all that but when you live through it and you have the data it gives it a different perspective it it makes it it makes it you know i say more real so i got a couple stories here that are related and i want to know how you feel about it i want to know what's going on about it right So we have passed a rule by the Fire and Police Commission, which I think is utterly and totally idiotic, of 15 days to release video. Now, if there's an incident and in the interim you get somebody in custody and you have to release video, that's going to mess up. Your case. Let's say let's 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 take it into account, right? Let let me set it up the way that everybody else sets stuff up that benefits them when they're making an argument. You're driving down the street. You're a law enforcement officer. You stop someone. Something jumps off. You get into an incident. There's shots fired. Either the person gets shot or you get shot. Or some third party gets shot and it jumps off and then the person gets away. The actor in the incident gets away. That's day one. And now, over the course of three, four, five days, police come up with a sketch. They come up with a picture. They come up with video. They come up with all sorts of things. They got all this evidence now. And now... We have somebody who will say in the car with the person says, yep, it was Dr. Ken. And so now they go to the district attorney's office. They present the evidence and they get a warrant for that person's arrest. And now there's a warrant in the system. Now it's day, I don't know, 11, day 12. You got 15 days to release the video from the original incident. Now they've investigated They've done their job. 
detectives, hey, we found this person. They call the warrant squad. They call whoever they got. They call the feds. They go out, suit up, call tactical enforcement. They go in, boom, kick the door in. They got the person in custody. So I got 36 hours before I got to present this person over to the DA's office. I got 48 hours before I got to get this person charged. And we do it. That leaves one day to figure out what the heck happened during this incident and how we did it. But, oh, I got to stop and go back to the beginning where much of my evidence is that's now going to get what? It's going to mess up the jury pool by making people form an opinion pre-trial. So even before I, I, I commence the trial, well, get the person charged, voir dire, you know, choose the jury, all that stuff, there's already a preconceived notion based on a two-dimensional video that somebody saw that only covered what it covered, doesn't talk about what's happening outside the body camera, outside the sound, what happened immediately before, and it doesn't take into account preclusion. Preclusion is what happened up to that caused the actual incident to occur. But we may not know that yet because the officer might be in, in a coma, in, in, in the hospital, the other person is in jail, doesn't want to talk, need a lawyer, all these things. All that can happen in 15 days. They can't. And with speedy trials in Milwaukee County, last time I remember pre-pandemic, speedy trial, the average from arrest to conviction was 78 days was the average. That ain't a lot of time. Now I'm going to tank that because I have to release body cam footage. That's really not going to tell me anything. And then you're going to get accused of messing up the body cam footage. And then you're going to get accused of editing the body cam. Like at some point, you're never going to win. I think if a third party person was able to sit down with the family, with the police, view the video footage ahead of time, let the district attorney's office determine whether or not it should be released so that they know what evidentiary value that video has. But right now, you have a bunch of knucklehead civilians, and I know many of them, and I love them dearly, so I'm just, you know, being entertaining. They got them knucklehead civilians deciding something that they don't know anything about. With a, with a couple cops, maybe, one or two cops and a firefighter, and now, right? I trust the system because those are the rules that you have to follow, so you got to follow the rules. I get it. 15 days is 15 days. You're going to rush people to do investigations. You're going to rush people to make sure. And I think people are going to get caught up in things they probably should not have gotten caught up in because they're going to have a rushed investigation. So that means whatever you got to get done, you got to get done in 15 days. That's only two weeks. It's not a lot of time. Do we know if the, MPD has the resources to do that that quickly? Oh, they have the resources to do it. That's not the issue. The issue is whether or not there's any evidentiary value that's now going to get put out into the public domain before you can finish. Or if you have a witness on there or witness intimidation. There, there are so many issues with this 
that if you didn't trust the police, now you shouldn't trust the DA's office either. Because if it gets released, do you trust? Like if something happens and your face is on there and now they know you're a witness, do you trust them to protect you? They can't protect the ones they got now. And then with the new referendum, excuse me, I speak poorly here, but like with the new referendum, there's no cash bailouts. You're just put in prison or jail or wherever it is now for umpteen days until it comes out. Well, I don't I don't know if that'll play a part in it. We'll have to talk about that after the break. What what is the 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 cash? I don't know if cash bail will have anything to do with body cam footage. I think cash bail is is based on once you get arrested, can you just bail out? Because we've had a number of people literally have low cash bail, bail out, and then go kill people. And that's not good at all. But we'll talk about that. When we come back, what we will discuss is the Milwaukee Police Association immediately after the 15 days of an officer-involved death or other critical incidents, the Milwaukee Police Department being required to release the video footage. The Milwaukee Police Association just filed a lawsuit. Traffic, weather, and sports up next. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This Associated Bank Sports Update on 101.7 The Truth is powered by ESPN Milwaukee. I'm Greg Matzik. With the series tied at a game apiece, the Bucks travel to Miami to take on the Heat Saturday in Game 3 of their best-of-seven opening round playoff series. Giannis expected to travel. It's unclear if he'll play Saturday night. Drew Holiday and the Bucks prove they are more than capable without their best player in a Game 2 win. You know Giannis is going to try to, like you said, make that Superman effort and come back and play. Um, like I said, we can hold on the court until he comes back. NFL Draft begins one week from yesterday. Packers own 10 selections, including number 15 overall. Four members of the Detroit Lions suspended, including former Badgers wide receiver Quintez Cephas, suspended indefinitely for gambling. And the Brewers begin a nine-game homestand tonight against the Boston Red Sox. Hear the game on 620 WTMJ with coverage beginning at 6 o'clock. This sports update presented by Associated Bank. Proudly supporting our hometown teams. Member FDIC. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I want to remind you, April is Financial Literacy Month, and the truth has you covered on learning how you can best manage your finances. Every Wednesday in April, 8 a.m., Truth Be Told, we'll be joined by a representative from Educators Credit Union to discuss financial strategies to help you best manage your finances. That's every Wednesday in the month of April on Truth Be Told with Denise Thomas and Tele Hughes at 8 a.m. Also, you want to tune in to the award-winning 1017 The Truth this Saturday, 10 a.m. That's tomorrow for another episode of Greater Milwaukee's Urban League Entrepreneurship Connections show powered by Molson Coors. I'll be joined by local entrepreneurs along with community organizations to discuss the importance of advocating for black business and grants available for black businesses. That's Greater Milwaukee Urban League's Entrepreneurship Connections show powered by Molson Coors this Saturday, tomorrow, 10 a.m. on the new 1017 The Truth. 833-212-1017 is the number. So before the break, we were we were talking about this body cam. Do you think that's a good idea? 833-212-1017 is the number. Do you think it's a good idea that they take 15 days to release body cam footage? Now, you may think it's okay, but I want to read what the Milwaukee Police Association has to say about it because they filed a lawsuit. The Milwaukee Police Association, this is from TMJ4.com. The Milwaukee Police Association has filed a lawsuit against the city after the Fire and Police Commission approved a policy that dramatically speeds up the release of police body cam video. Under the new policy, MPD will be required to release video footage to the public within 15 days of an officer-involved death or other critical incidents. The plan approved also allows the next akin of people killed by police the opportunity to view the video within 48 hours of the critical incident. There are some exceptions, including if the next akin was a witness or involved in the incident. Pressure from a number of, of activist groups and community outrage following officer-involved shootings and the death of people in police custody had put pressure on the commission to establish a policy, and the new policy approved last night is scheduled to take effect May 1st. On this morning, the police association filed a lawsuit claiming the Fire and Police Commission concedes to activists rather than listening to experts. According to a news release from the police association, Deputy, I'm sorry, Chief Deputy District Attorney Kent Laverne, uh, Police Chief Jeffrey Norman and Fire and Police Commission Director Leon Todd all expressed concerns prior to the approval of the new policy. The release from the MPA says the Fire and Police Commission has not considered the irreparable harm that will come to a police officer in the absence of a fair and unpressured investigation, free from being judged in the court of public opinion. The release goes on to say they failed to consider in almost all these situations the police officer is the victim and is guaranteed privacy protections under Marcy's law. Not only does the Milwaukee Police Association think the Fire and Police Commission failed to listen to law enforcement, but it claims the Fire and Police Commission is breaking its own rule by issuing MPD standard operating procedures for the department. Their role is an oversight committee, the news release says, not a governing body of the police. Andrew Wagner, the president of the Milwaukee Police Association, uh, talked about it. 
And he added, a 48-hour window to show families doesn't respect the rights of the officers. The officers under Marcy's law also have to be considered in this. There's no restriction that the family can't talk about the video to the media or anyone else after that policy so they can put whatever narrative out they want. And a release within 15 days doesn't allow the investigation time to work. And so, I mean, to be honest with you, in my experience, it could go either way. But there has to be a caveat. There has to be an out when you have a situation that's never come up before. And right now, based on that policy, there really isn't. They can just roll up and release it, and that's that. Well, you know, the officer does have rights. And I don't know whether or not people, you know, you may not agree with them having rights, which is kind of weird since they're people too. But, um, yeah. Oh, well, as they say, it is what it is. 833-212-1017 is the number. I just find it interesting that the Milwaukee Police Association wasn't in on the discussion as it relates to that. I would have thought they would have said something. I would have thought they would have stepped up and said something in the very beginning and, you know, kind of put the kibosh on it before it happened. But, eh, well, people don't like the police. So in many cases, and this is just me, they got some people on that fire police commission that I don't necessarily think they have the best interests of the city at heart. That they, they, they honest, some of them, not all of them, a few of them want to de- literally defund the police. The way this city is, carjackings are up, what, 44%? And you want to, and you want to, okay. So all the things that cause you to not want to do your job and that have a chilling effect are only good for the people that are taking advantage of it who are criminals. 833-212-1017 is the number. Or do you feel that it's a good thing and that it'll pressure the police to act right and act accordingly? Because many times they actually do act right and act accordingly. My limited experience with a body cam, having only literally worn one one time in my entire career, it kind of shows what happens when the public acts like a knucklehead in front of the police. Like you are very conscious when you have a body cam on, when, when you're in your, understand what I say, when you're in your right mind, right? But when you're under stress, you're going to forget about that body cam and you're going to do what you do in order to be safe. And then people come in and say, oh, you shouldn't have done that. Well, how do you know? And I've watched cops get charged, lose their jobs, go to jail, acting within the law and within their rules and procedures because the public decided 
that they wanted you to go to jail. So they went to jail. And that, that, that scares me. Now, if there's ever a reason why I'm glad I'm not a police officer anymore, that's one of the reasons why. 833-212-1017 is the number. Melody, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. I, I agree. 48 hours to release that. You're not protecting the police officers. When I was in the plant, our collective bargaining agreement was you put someone on disciplinary, and this is an example, you put someone on disciplinary notice. Both parties step back to union and management. You have 72 hours to assess the situation and the discipline if there's going to be one. To say that you're going to release these on workers, and that's what our cops are, workers. It's not their fault about whatever institutions are at the top that, you know, pulling the strings. It's, and it's not their fault that they're overworked and the conditions with police officers are now that as such that, you know, really, the working conditions are horrible. It's terrible. But wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Melody, Melody. Right. I don't, I don't right. want you to present a picture of law enforcement and act like it's just terrible because it's not. Don't don't well, get it. Job, don't don't get it twisted. Working conditions are the job the working conditions and the I'm hours saying. have been the same the way they've always been, and that's how life is. They chose to do the job. I chose to do the job. The one thing you can't complain about is work conditions because I chose to work in that condition. I understand that, but you have to no. appreciate the working no. conditions. And no. like, well, when you have safety no. nets, when you have no. safety nets like nonprofits. No. who are not taking care of either the homeless and such. Yeah, their job is a little bit more than just being a peace officer or a really? civil servant. They're, they're, I didn't know that. I think they're supposed to be social workers and such. They're not. All I'm saying to release that, well, to re- release that in 48 hours is not correct. That's too soon. And Well, 48 days, hours is only for the family to look at. And, and he's right when right. he said that there's no... There's nothing there that stops the family from releasing what they saw and making up their own narrative. Exactly. And then 15 days to the public is what I understood. Now, you know, I don't know, because Channel 4 had a whole stack of freedom of information and open records requests that were denied. So I don't know. I think that uh, 48 hours is too soon. 15 days is something people really needed. And. You know, maybe uh, the Milwaukee Police Department and the association back themselves in a corner for not releasing these things for months and months and months and using their discretion and no litmus tests or no barriers or no type of protocol as to why and when things would be released. The thing on Breon Green was ridiculous. We're all thinking that the kid was murdered in jail. Find out six months later he hung himself. So, really, I think they brought this on themselves. and. I'm sorry about the knee-jerk reaction, if that's what this is, with the 48 hours. I agree that's too soon. But 15 days, I, may be, I, may, I, I think I can live with. So we'll see what happens. Like you said, it'll be litigated. Attorneys will make all kinds of money. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But that's my opinion. Thank right. you. Well, thank you much, Melody. 833-212-1017 is the number. When we come back, we're going to take a look at... Um, Really, how this can possibly backfire on the Milwaukee Police Association.
in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app at 1017thetruth.com. listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. You know, at first I was kind of weird about people seeing me on Twitter and LinkedIn and YouTube and all that, right? Now, I don't really care. I don't. Scratch my head, pick my nose, all that. Just do it. Y'all the ones watching. Y'all ain't got to watch. And as long as I don't say anything on the air, I'm not supposed to. Hey. <laughs> 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, Dr. Ken? I'm good. What you doing? Me? Yeah. Uh, closing my door. Oh, hear all this rattling and I moving. I have to and... come downstairs to talk. <laughs> I can't let my husband hear me because he always say I'm crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he don't like what I say. Uh-oh. But we kind of be saying the same thing, really. I just do it in a roundabout way. And he don't understand. So um, I was just calling about the, you speaking of the videos, uh, the release of the videos of the cops. Yes. But you know what I was thinking, because from what we've been seeing, a lot of people be taking videos and they catch them on videos. That's how we, we're seeing a lot of it. Right. And that's why we saw what we saw. And so uh, um, uh, I don't know how long, uh, some cases I read where it took them a long time. And some people didn't, you know, some of the uh, relatives didn't get to see the videos till late, 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 later, and like months away, like uh, the one case, uh, what was that, the one in Atlanta, where a young kid was running, and his mother had to push uh, for that. They wouldn't release it because uh, the guys that killed him, uh, they worked for, uh, one was a, a lifeguard, and his dad had worked for the police department. So they kind of was trying to cover up for him. And so the mother, his mother, pushed uh, to get uh, uh, the video shown, and, and that's how we got a hold to it. But, um, you know, I um, it's just a pill to swallow. I think, I think we should see them as soon as possible without okay. jeopardizing their trial, because if they got to go to trial, they got to go to trial, just like we do. We have to go to trial. Yeah, but, 
Yeah, but if you release it ahead of time, won't people form an opinion about something that they don't really understand or can put in context? Yeah, we already do. And then if we see somebody else's video, we already got our opinions formed. Yeah, but it's then, not you know, an official the, video. Uh, backlash. Yeah, but it's with not an black, official oh, yeah, video. Yeah. But with the backlash of uh, uh, we as black people feeling um, like we we're the ones that's being picked on because right. every time you see uh, black, every time you see crime, it's always blackface. And I was just listening to uh, this morning uh, they were talking about some kids coming down here to take pictures. Uh, down to uh, I guess Wisconsin Avenue to okay. take pictures, but the mom was afraid for the kids to come down here to take the pictures. And right away, you know, they see that stuff on TV, and right. they feel that uh, um, it's just so dangerous to come down up in this area. And I'm just saying, uh, uh well, I live here. <laughs> I've had the house ever since '71. And you know, with all that stuff they put out there, it just make it so uh, uh, frightening that people don't want to see us improve. And they need somebody. To me, they want to see somebody they can pick on. And it's easy to pick on uh, uh, black people versus any other, to me, any other race. Okay. Because I don't see them doing any other race like that but us. In what way? What do you mean doing us? What Doing us what way? As far as on the TV, as far as just... Uh, just over, overly, you know, we're this, we're that. I don't watch Fox. I mean, people tell me what Fox is, but I don't watch them. But I was listening to that uh, anchor lady uh, yesterday, Joyce uh, Gabaziak. Uh-huh. I was listening to her, and then they was talking about, uh, they were showing the uh, uh, the cleanup, where people are doing the cleanup, like a Tory number and stuff, and they were showing the areas where trash was put out. And she, oh, my God, I don't know. I wouldn't want to live like that. I'm sitting here saying, well, you know, you're a woman. You're making good money off of uh, this kind of stuff because you're anchor woman. And I'm saying a lot of this stuff we don't put down here. All right. You got a lot of people coming from other areas uh, dumping the stuff, dumping mattresses. You just wouldn't believe how goofy these people are. And these are landlords, uh, Barada, whatever. <laughs> these are landlords. They drop that stuff down this way because they clean out their houses and they drop them. And uh, so that's what I'm just saying. It's just so... So much that uh, we're up in in the media about that. Okay, I, you know, you know me. I'm going to push back. All right. Well, thank you much, ma'am. Okay, then. Appreciate All you. All right, then. All right. Have a good, have weekend. A good weekend. You too. Okay. Bye bye. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. So here it goes. After more than sixty years of entertaining people across the world, the R and B Soul Kings, the OJs, are doing their final tour. And we have a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to see them live. Tune in to my show, because if you have been all week long, you've been listening to me give away tickets to see the OJs perform at Riverside Theater on Sunday, May 14th. We're calling it a must-see concert. If you want to get your tickets, go to papstheatergroup.com or... Be caller number three at 833-212-1017 to win your chance to win your tickets. That's two pair. No, I'm just kidding. It's just one pair of tickets. Just one. I had to get you the last day. Just one pair of tickets. If you want to be caller number three at 833-212-1017 is the number. If you're over 60 years old and you know who the OJs are, what the OJs are and what they mean to 
us as a black community. And so they're doing the final tour. They're in their 80s. They were born in like 1942. So they're in their 80s, 81-ish, 82-ish. And it's the final tour. You won't see them after this ever again. And um, I'm giving away a pair of tickets. That's Sunday, May 14th, Riverside Theater, must-see concert, 833-212-1017 is the number.